Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs, the pro wrestling sports podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie for you today with MLB leaders, college, world series, NBA, and NHL chaos, NASCAR, short track, note prep, and MPK talk, and UFC 289, and you guessed it, you're listening to the best breakfast wrestling podcast on your Fridays. It's the E's and B's podcast. What kind of gun is this? That's a tranquilizer gun. Hey, these little fuckers decided to freak out on the kids. I get to take them down. <laughs> get that right, Mr. What? That's what I thought. Shut up. Hey, hey, be careful with that. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market. Huh? Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from... Oh! Oh! Yes! That's awesome! What? You just took one in the jugular, man! Whoa! Yes! (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god, I did! Is this bad? Is this bad? You should pull that out. That shit is not cool. Wait. Wait. Hey, get out, man. Get out, man. Got a fucking dog in there. Can't it. Can't it. You're crazy. I like you. But you're crazy. I'm so tired. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Joining us again here on this beautiful Friday, June 9th, 2023, where you be. We're back from the woods, 
here to give you those sporting goods. You know the deal. It's time to crack those eggs. Butter that toast. Because it's time for the sunny side. Welcome back to the E's and B's podcast, and as you hear there in the opener, we are just 90 days away from week one NFL, and I know what you're asking, why are we talking football to start things off? Well, it's just on the tip of the tongue, and there's a lot of action going on as many camps have begun mandatory minicamps, I might add. Some players already starting to hold out, looking for that extension and extra money for the stuff, the pockets. Keep your eyes on some of the other teams as some players have been released, like Hopkins and the rumor is Cook on the move as well. So we'll be updating you, getting you ever so closer to this year's 2023-24 NFL season, folks. We cannot wait. We'll dive all the way into it and keep you up to date each and every week with all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming off the gridiron. With that being said, let's switch gears and go right into what is going on right now. Some hot things there on the diamond. Then you see the catcher saying, check off the hand. He's got that hand pad, too. To get him on the wrist, that's, oh, I don't know. As you heard there in the short clip, the hottest stick in the game, as some might say right now, getting hit last night in the hand as Pete Alonso goes down playing the Braves. Obviously, one of the big, big key factors for those Mets as he's now leading the league with 22 home runs. It'll be a big, big loss for them. We'll keep an eye on that. But like I said, other things heating up there in the MLB. Let's dive right into second base and get to those stats. Starting out in the American League, it's Tampa Bay. They're leading it with a 45-19 and 19 record. Six and a half games up on their division. The most in the MLB. And then we got Minnesota. They're at 31-31. and 31. Two and a half games up in their division. And last but not least, rounding out in the AL, it's those Rangers of Texas. They're at 40 and 21, four and a half games up in their division. Switching things up, let's go to the National League. How about the, oh, 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 you know the deal. The Atlanta Braves still rocking it. They are at 37 and 24. Three games up on their division. Then we got the Brew Crew. They're holding solid at a 34 and 28. Just a game and a half up in their division. And rounding out the National League. Last but not least, it's the Diamondbacks. That's right. They've swapped up positions with the Dodgers. And they are now at 37 and 25. Two games up there. Last but not least, let's dive into those stats for the MLB. Starting off with the batting average, it's Luis Arez from Miami. He's batting a solid 4-0 tree. Then for the home runs, we've already talked about it from the Mets, Pete Arazzo with 22. RBIs right now, it's Houston's Alvarez. He's got 55. 
Then the hits, it's that Bo Brichette. That boy's on fire right now. He's got 89. And last but not least, stolen bases for Oakland. It's still Ruiz with 29 of those. And on the pitching side of things, we've got Shane McCann. He's got nine wins, and he's holding down the ERA at a 2.02 right now. Saves, you say? Well, it's still Kloss. He's got 20 of them. And on the strikeout side of things, it's Kevin Gossman. He's got 113 going into this weekend, folks. That's how it sets. We'll be diving a lot more into baseball coming up in the next couple weeks. Of course, the star game is right around the corner. We'll be talking leaders, stats, homers, and everything off the diamond right here on the bus. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast keeping things going here on the sunny side up let's stay on the diamond slide from second to third and talk some college world series as we know all underway the big bracket breaking it all the way down as we go into this weekend starting today that's right when you're probably hearing this games are probably already playing it's the super regionals for the ncaa college world series there on the men's side And we've got some bad, bad schools still left. 16 of those. Here are your matchups for this weekend. Starting out with Tennessee. They'll be taking on Southern Missouri. Then my home state, shocked in the world. Number 14 ranked, the Indiana State Sycamores. That's right. They'll be taking on TCU. Then we got the number 5 ranked LSU. They'll be taking on number 12 ranked Kentucky. You know the deal there. Oral Roberts, they're going to be taking on Oregon. Then we got the 8th-ranked Stanford. They'll be taking on Texas. Then the 7th-ranked Virginia. They'll be taking on Puke. Then the last one, we got the we got the number 1-ranked Wake Forest. Deacon Demons, they'll be taking on the number 16th-ranked Alabama. And the last matchup of the College World Series weekend, it's the number two-ranked Florida Gators. They'll be taking on the number 15th-ranked Gamecocks, folks. That's how it is. Those are the 16 teams left. We'll be diving into it, breaking it down next week, giving you the final eight all the way down to the final two right here on the burst. Let's keep the playoff talk going here on the sunny side. Bounce things up to the NBA. The Nuggets can dribble it out. And Murray just got his rebound. So they have two 30-point triple-doubles here in Game 3 for the Nuggets. What an answer after the disappointing loss in Game 2 at home. The Denver Nuggets win their fourth straight road game in these playoffs and regain home court advantage. As you heard, the NBA Finals underway and our Denver Nuggets looking good there earlier this week. Getting the big W down there in Miami. Coming off that game two loss here in Denver. Setting it up, as you heard now, 2-1 going into tonight. Big, big game for the Heat. Can Hemi Butler and the boys pull it off? Or will we be talking about the Joker and another triple-double, folks? He has been on fire. For the whole entire playoffs, not just the finals. And and it's finally getting the love he's deserved the whole season long, in my opinion. And now his sidekick, Murray, stepping it up when he's most needed and putting up numbers. Like I said, folks, breaking records. The first ever to have 30, 20, and 10 for Joker. And the first ever 
duo to have a triple-double in a game, not only in the finals, but away, folks. Big, big numbers coming out of our Nuggets. Very cool stuff. We can't wait. Hopefully, by this time next week, we'll be talking about a parade right here in the hometown. If not, we'll be breaking down, hopefully not, Game 7, but you know the deal. Nuggets all the way from us here at the E's and B's. Good luck to the Heat, because that's who we wanted to see there from the Eastern Conference side, but it's time. It's time right here in Denver. We'll be breaking that down right here next week on The Burst. Keeping things going. Talking finals talk. Let's bounce the ball from the hardwood and go to the pond. And that has been the theme so far there in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs as the Vegas Golden Knights have just put the money where their mouth is and gambled everything on black and they've been coming up on the right side of things here recently. As we know, going into game number four, it's going to be a crucial game for those Florida Panthers as they were the team that shocked everybody, knocking off the history-breaking, record-making Boston Bruins. But Florida maybe out of gas and Vegas getting hot at the right time. We'll keep an eye on that. What an amazing outcome things would be there in Vegas if they do knock off those Panthers and become the Stanley Cup champions but we'll keep an eye on that break everything down and be talking parades right here next week on the best make sure you guys like share subscribe pass the gravy spread the butter tell a friend tell a member tell someone about this podcast we want to give a big quick shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson and crew Big sponsor here at the E's and B's. Make sure you guys go check out Josh Robinson, Ohio Grudge Racing's websites there on all of the social media outlets. And make sure you do not miss out on World Series of No Prep going down. Follow Ohio Grudge Racing for all the scheduled details. With that, we're going to change things up, switch some gears, and you know the deal. Let's go from the ice and talk some racing. Coming to the white flag. Next flag will end the race. Kyle Busch well out front. The fight's for second. Nagano looking the inside of Larson. And last year's winner is going to get there. <laughs> Samantha, it's official, so all he's got to do is bring it around here. Battle right there for third. Logano inside Larson, but off turn four, Kyle Busch will get his 63rd career victory in the NASCAR Cup Series. <laughs> there you have it last weekend going down there in St. Louis. The Mr. Randy man himself, that's right, the eight machine of Kyle Busch becoming another duplicate winner there in the NASCAR season, holding off there in the overtime Becoming a big, big winner now. Putting himself up a little further on those points. Chase to the playoffs this year. Of course, every point matters when it comes to the NASCAR points season. 
Oh, every point matters when it comes to the NASCAR playoffs, and we'll be keeping a closer eye on that as we get so closer to those playoffs. But we know going into this weekend, it's no longer turning left, boys. They'll be going left and right, traveling to Sonoma as the road cro as the road course ringers will be in effect. Who do you think will come out of the woodwork and surprise everybody? Or will it just be one of the regulars getting the W? We'll keep you up to date with all the winners, losers, crashes, and everything you need to know coming out of NASCAR right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going in the racing world. Talking start track racing. As we know, it's been two weeks since we talked Law figure eights running there just two weeks ago as it was the 90-minute shootout there at the speed drum we want to give a big shout out to the number 12 machine of mike riddle becoming the first time ever winner of that there for him congratulations to him from us here at the e's and b's holding off some heavy heavy hitters as the tony boys were coming along with some big big names but in the end he held them all off got the win for his first ever spring shootout 90 minute race congratulations to them Mike Riddle and Team Cobra, definitely a, a big, big win as they lost their father. Shout out to the family, thoughts and prayers to them. And I know this season is dedicated to him, and that race right there sets the tone as he was the points winner last season. Can he repeat? We'll keep an eye on that and keep you up to date with all the short track news coming off the track right here on The Best. Let's switch gears, go from the short track world to the street. And talk no prep. That's right, no prep back in action. As you know, we returning from war in the woods last weekend, and we'll dive into that next on the meet. But what did kick off last weekend as well was MPK season six. That's right, going down race number one, Hebron, Ohio, from National Trails Raceway. And obviously, it was a different kind of race this season. As you all know, they changed things up once again there for the MPK boys and girls. And this year, it's all different hand-picked teams. That's right. I think it was like eight captains picking out all of their five team, four team members, hand-selected, switching things up. You've got 405 in Memphis, and you've got 405 in California. You got California and Detroit. You got it all mixed up throughout the whole field, but they're just trying their best to entertain us fans out there. We'll see how it works. A lot of new names on the docket, and what will it take to knock off defending reigning champion Ryan Martin? We know this. He's going for four in a row. Will it happen? We'll keep an eye on that whole season. Now, first race out, we got a big shocker. Somebody that's bad fast coming out for the win. Congratulations to Daddy Dave's team member and Kayla Martin as she won the big tire there on Saturday night at National Trails Season 6 race number 1. Congratulations to her and her team and I can't wait to see what happens as race number 2 kicks off this weekend Petersburg, Virginia, that's where they'll be traveling to. Will Ryan Martin become the first person to win every time he stepped on the plate in Virginia? Or will it be somebody else right here? We'll talk about it next week. Break it all down. Have all the winners, losers, crashes, anything you need to know coming out of the MPK world right here on The Burst. With that, that's going to wrap up the sunny side. Stay tuned, though. We're going to keep it in gear. 
press that extra boost button, keep it to the floor, because we're going to talk some more. On the meet, we're diving into the war in the woods and our trip. You don't want to miss it. You're listening to the East and Beast Podcast. Welcome to this week's meet. As you know, we returned from Brown County, Indiana, and one of the best races on the planet, War in the Woods, a, a proud sponsor we were of that race, and we're a proud sponsor of Gangster's Paradise and War in the Woods number nine. So proud of that. Uh, we want to give a big shout out to Jeff Thomas, Julie Randall, Nitrous Nikki. Kenzie Miles, anyone and everyone, Jamie Deer, Limpy, Happy, everyone out there that had any part in that race, one hell of a job. A standing ovation is well-deserved. Bow, you must say, but it was a very great job, and I was very proud to be on part of that. And a shout-out once again to Jamie Deer handing over the mic to me there on Saturday, allowing me to announce the E's and B's podcast to all of those awesome fans out there. If you're one of those new listeners right now, man, make sure you give us a follow, and we're going to be right back there in three weeks on those same grounds, doing the same fun stuff that we love to do. This time, I'm going to be rolling solo, so I'm going to have a little bit of extra pressure on my shoulders to get some stuff done, but I cannot wait. Once again, thank you so much to Julie, Jeff, and everyone there. That let E's and B's be one part of the baddest no prep race on the planet. 86 cars showed up on the field there for the small tire there this last weekend. One hell of a show. Some bad to the bone heavy hitters from all across the nation. We had cars coming from Canada, Texas, Arizona, you name it. They were coming from all over. But when it was all said and done, there was one bad mama jamma on the planet that got it done. And we want to give a standing ovation, shout out, and a congratulations to none other than Casey Max and Ryan Mitchell. From the minute that guy put those four tires on that track, I looked at my uncle and everyone around me and said, that car is the car to beat. Bad fast from from pool number one until the finals. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy. That car was a little skatey at the big end on several of his passes, but he held it together. And let me add on top of this, folks, if you weren't there and did not know, this man pulled the bye in the semifinals. Therefore, he was going to run a solo pass, but, but, the boys down from Texas, Jason Rankin crew, offered up a grudge race and for the first time ever at war in the woods we had a grudge race on a bypass ten thousand dollars was on the line and my man kept it going straight and kept it in the money bank 
Shout out to Ryan Mitchell on that $10,000 win before he even got to the final. So my man rolling home with the fat sacks of all the money there at War in the Woods. Congratulations to him and Megan and Eric and the whole team. Shout out to them. We can't wait to see them back at Gangster's Paradise. Now let's talk about some of the other winners. How about the other one I called? This man right here has been on a roll, folks. Four out of five last races. Now he says it's five out of five. How about this? Congratulations to big tire winner on seven cylinders, folks. Danny Webb. Congratulations to him and his team from us here at the E's and B's. That man was digging, looking for that track record. Not sure if he quite got there, but I say this. Look out in the fall. He might get that record because this dude has been on a roll. And if you're lining up with him anywhere, on those big tires, you better watch out. Danny Webb means business. He is one bad gangster, and we can't wait to see him here in the near future. Also, big winners, how about this in the hard tire? Truly greasy. Congratulations to Metstang and Truly Creasy knocking down the four or knocking down the 37 other competitors on a solid, solid hard tire class. Congratulations to him. And a big, big win. So those three gentlemen right there coming out on top this weekend, War in the, or last weekend, War in the Woods, number eight. The baddest time I've had so far, folks. That's why my voice sounds awful. I'm still recovering. And, and if you didn't know, like I said, we will be right back there in three weeks to do it all over again with 50 of the baddest small tire, no prep racers on the planet it's gonna be a show you do not want to miss and make sure if you can't be there you check out no prep felons g2k limpy happy any of those guys we support here at the e's and b's follow those guys ohio grudge racing they're all gonna be live right there at the baddest race gangsters paradise coming up in three weeks but we want to say one more time thank you so much to everyone that we saw team meatball john james Everyone out there that said hello, hung out with us, talked with us, did whatever it may be, thank you so much. We cannot wait to get back. And until next time, what a good time. We'll see you. With that, that's going to wrap up the meet. Stay tuned. We're going to get to my favorite part of the show. We're going to bounce off the ropes, drop some elbows. It's time to talk some wrestling. Next, you're listening to the E. And bees, podcast. You make a living. First off, you better remember what that sign say before you come down here, you bitch. Don't mess with Texas. Cause you know everybody around here, bitch, got guns. Hey, see y'all from Texas. We got the odds, they tell the truth, and we came to get dead. Big shout out to them boys, and I can't. That right, going down this weekend, they will be live there, UFC 289, going on in Canada, going on in Vancouver, Canada, and what a stacked card it's going to be with the championship fight for the main event, let's dive right into it as we always do here, starting off with the main card in the middleweight division, it'll be Mark 
Chile Barrett. He'll be taking on Eric Andres in the middleweight division. Then the second fight of the night on the main card will be in the featherweight division. The number 13th ranked Dan Inge. He'll be taking on challenger Nate Landwehr. Then in the welterweight, then in the welterweight division, we've got Mike Mallott. He'll be taking on Adam Fugit. Then in the co-main event of the evening, it's the lightweight division. The number one ranked Charles. I can't make weight. Oliveira. He'll be taking on the number four ranked Benil Dash. That should be a banger. Like I said, Charles Oliveira is a hell of a fighter. Just seems to have a weight problem. Or when it comes to a big fight, something always seems to happen. But we'll see if he can get back towards championship material. Or if this is maybe his fall. Then for the main event of the evening in the women's bantamweight division for the title. It'll be champion. Amanda Nunes, she'll be taking on the number five ranked Irene Adana. Folks, this could be an upset in the making. As we know, Irene has been on a tear and can become the second Mexican women's champion here in 2023. Keep your eyes out or Will we be talking about the dominant ever so Nunez as she always does? Keep your eyes on that one. We'll be breaking down all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know leading up to the next USC 290 coming up in July right here on The Best. Keeping things going, let's go from the octagon to the square circle. That's right, talking some wrestling. Please sing. No, 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 Come on, that's not good enough anymore. The entire universe. Acknowledge me. No. Later, or Jimmy and Jay. Jimmy and Jay. And that's what's going on there at WWE as things heating up for the bloodline cracks spreading a little farther and as you heard there on Friday night last week the 1000 day celebration for Roman Reigns was interrupted by his cousins and it didn't end so well looking like they are definitely splitting up the tribe here but the future might not be as bright for Roman as he thinks. Of course, all the naysayers and he-sayers out there talking as Solo truly is the Usos' brother. Will he eventually smarten up and go with Jay and Jimmy and leave Roman and leave Roman to the dust? And then now the other thing that might happen possibly is there still is some family members still out there to be picked from. We could possibly see the lights of J- J- uh, Jacob Fatu or someone like that coming through the gate. We do not know. Keep your eyes on that. As that story keeps building and getting ever so better, I see SummerSlam in the near, near future here for those guys in a big, big match. But we'll be breaking all that down. Also, Cody and Dominic, them two going head-to-head as Dominic slapping Cody, uh, pretty much setting up that feud. But I have a future for that as well, as I think this might be where Rey Mysterio turns back heel, sticking up for his son, 
in the end of this storyline, possibly. Who knows? But that's just me hoping and guessing to get Ray back in the mix on a different level. Also, it's very cool that we have two sons of two legends now in another storyline as Cody and Dominic will be going forward. So a lot of cool stuff brewing there at WWE. I can't wait to see what happens tonight on SmackDown. As we know, Roman and the Usos probably going to go head-to-head. Also, it's my boy, L.A. Knight. Yeah, that man needs the love. And the talk is he will be the Money in the Bank winner. As we know, Money in the Bank one week away next weekend will be who will get the briefcase to get that contract to take on whoever they may plea. We'll keep an eye on that and set you up for all those matches right here next week on the best. Keeping things going, let's switch the channels and go to keeping things going. Let's go to the other channel. You won't fight me because I'm better than you and they know it. Attaboy, Sam. Looks like we got ourselves a match. And that's what's going on there at the other channel. Things heating up as they're coming off their big pay-per-view. They're double or nothing two weeks ago. And MJF just keeps running around saying there is no more competition. But it looks like he's got his next challenger in Adam Cole, baby. Cool things there on AEW Dynamite Wednesday as Sting coming to the aid of Orange Cassidy along with Darby knocking off as Darby knocked off Swerve Strickland. But the moguls come down and attack Orange and the lights went out and you know the rest of that story. So that seems to be the next matchup maybe possibly for Sting teaming up with Darby and Orange. Other big things we know, they announced there on Wednesday night, the first main event for the new show, Collision, next Saturday night, will be FTR and CM Punk teaming up together to take on Bullet Club, JY, and Juice Robinson, along with Samoa Joe. What a matchup that's going to be for the main event of their new show. Other matches being announced for the big forbidden pay-per-view going down here in just two weeks. How about this? Kenny Omega! He'll be taking on Will Offspray 2. That one will be a banger. As we know, that was one of my favorite matches of 2022. Other big matches, how about Okada? He called out Brian Danielson and looks like Brian Danielson answered as the two best probably wrestlers in the game today will be going head to head. So some great stuff there. Also there on Wednesday night, Ricky Stocks getting jumped by Jay Wyatt, or getting jumped by Jay Wyatt's cronies in the gun club. Now, the question may be, as the gun club joining Bullet Club Gold, keep your eyes on that as that feud still keeps boiling. All kinds of good stuff over there at AEW. Make sure you guys go check that out. And hey, make sure you guys check out any of your local wrestling promotions. Those indie wrestling promotions need your support. That's where all these wrestlers get their start. So make sure you guys, if you're local to any of those, like we are here, we support Rocky Mountain Pro. Go check those out. Support those wrestlers so they can be on TV someday. With that, that's going to wrap up the scramble this week. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap this whole thing up like a burrito. It's a toast coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Yeah. 
Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast, as we always do here each and every week on the toast, breaking down those weekly personal shout outs. Let's get right to it because we got a big long list. Want to get a huge shout out to Oh, I was good. Huge shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson and crew. Thank you so much for all the love there. Shout out to Jeff Thomas, Julie, and Jamie Deer. Shout out to Nitrous Nikki, Jasper Graham. Shout out to Hustling Horsepower. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Happy and Limpy. Shout out to OG Media. Shout out to G2K. Shout out to No Prep Felons, Bob Rice. Shout out to DRD Visuals, Josh Duncan. Shout out to Jamin's. James Inslee, shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar, shout out to Raggedy Ann, shout out to the Tonys, shout out to Matt Smith, shout out to Team Hilton and Abeda, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and all my peeps at The Green Solution, check out The Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. If I did not get you in those shout outs, shout out to you, you know who you are, thank you so much for all the support out there, we had an awesome time at War in the Woods, we can't wait for Gangster's Paradise. And it's only going to be better. I'm going to be trying to do a lot more this time around. So please, if you see me, don't be shy. Come say what's up. Who knows? I might be recording live or I might want to get an interview with you. Speaking of interviews, let's dive right into that. As I told you there at the track on Saturday, I do some of the best sports interviews here on the planet, on the podcast earth. Make sure you guys, if you want to be a part of the show, check us out at easeandbspodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbspodcast at gmail.com. Check us out for all of our social media outlets and our merch stuff there at easeandbees.org. That'll guide you to everything easeandbspodcast related. And that's how you can get in touch with us as well. We're out also looking for sponsors for the show each and every week. Get your business, your car, whatever it may be, played on here three times a week, each Friday on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. And if you have a video version, we'll tie it into our YouTube platform. Whenever we do an interview, you'll be played right along after those interviews. So if you want to be a sponsor, get at us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. All right, make sure you guys are checking out our YouTube coming up this weekend. We're going to have some very special videos dropping. I got somebody very special, one half of the Wrestling Sisters, working on the War in the Woods video with me. We're going to be dropping that thing. It won't be a SRC or any of those quality, but it will be highlights of how we saw it through our lens. So make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. We have very low subscribers there on the YouTube. We can use your help. Make sure you pass the word along. All right, with that, let's get to this day's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. On April 14th, 1996, Nick Faldo was awarded with his third green jacket at the Masters, his sixth and final major championship. Faldo trailed Greg Norman by six strokes heading into the final round, but shot a 67 to win by five strokes. And that 
is today's Sports Illustrated fact of the day. All right, you know the drill. Let's wrap this thing up like a burrito and get to those cities. Let's lap. Let's wrap this thing up like a burrito and rip your city. Top ten cities downloaded goes like this. Number ten. Start out right here in the home state. Shout to Commerce. Colorado. Thank you so much, Commerce, Colorado. Number nine, going up to the big love. How about Diamonddale, Michigan? Thank you so much, Diamonddale. Number eight, we're going across seas. It's Greenhausen, France. Thank you so much, Greenhausen, France. Number seven, back to the glove. It's the big D, not Dallas. It's Detroit, Michigan. Thank you so much, Detroit. Number six, how about out there? It's Hickson. Tennessee! Thank you so much. Excellent. Tennessee. Number five, it's down to the GA. How about LaGrange? Georgia. Thank you so much. LaGrange. Number four, it's back overseas. It's Frankfurt, Germany. Thank you so much, Frankfurt. Number three, it's the home capital where we lie. It's Denver, Colorado. Thank you so much, Denver. Number two, it's the home city where we lie. Thank you so much for Collins, Colorado. And back on top, you know the deal. Shout out to Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, and you know the drill. Make sure you make sure you like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell someone about this podcast. And until next week, have a kick-ass weekend. Be safe out there. We love you. And you know the drill. Make sure you... Man, my voice sucks. We love you. Peace.